the only thing we have to fear. The economic health of this nation has there are been four essential economic freedoms. The excessive decline Three. in the dollar. More it's a late rally on Wall Street. Too big to fail. Growing the economy. Growing the economy. It's amazing what's been going on with the economy. Welcome. Welcome. This is Money Talks. Good morning, good morning. You're listening to Money Talks, Atlanta's longest-running, most respected radio financial show on radio. That's right. How about that? Wow. <laughs> I can't even say it. I say it all the time. Doesn't me, come on Let me do it again. Can, you, can we just let me do a reading? No. Yeah. No, oh. it's funnier this way. All right. Well, it's all about Shauna laughing at Troy again. Those of you who've listened for a minute know that Shauna Theriault, who is a CFP, CPA, yes. CDFA, EIO, yes. <laughs> managing associate in uh, the Hensler Financial Financial Planning Planning and Implementation Department. How many different ways can I screw up before we get started very well? <laughs> Just get it all out of the way. It'll yeah, well, you know what I'm trying to do, actually. We have a new voice on the radio show this week, and that is none other than Melanie Wells. Not new to the firm. Not new to the firm, but new to the show. That's right. Melanie's been around a while. She, too, is a certified financial planner. Melanie, do you have other designations, or is it no, just that just measly that one? one? Wow. Just the certified financial planner. Yeah, Well, that's great, actually. Yeah, that's a big one. And uh, Melanie, test. for those of you who don't know, we have a couple of offices in the Atlanta area. Melanie works out of our perimeter office, so uh, if you're ever down in that area and need some financial planning, I'm sure she'd be absolutely happy to, happy to help you. Um, but... Uh, Market's been up this week. Oh, Good yeah. news, right? Absolutely. We're up about 1% on the week. Uh, hit all-time highs once again. Um, up 11, over 11% for the year. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, and things must be uh, What does your crystal ball bit. say? My crystal ball. I do have a magic eight ball. <laughs> oh, I leave yes. it right here on the desk. <laughs> uh, it doesn't tell me specifically. That's how we make portfolio decisions. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, sometimes you, if you need a tiebreaker, you got one, right? Right. Um but what is interesting about this week is financials are leading the pack up 3.5% on the week. Uh, very significant outperformance from the financials. Materials also gained 2.65. Energy's up 1.7. Uh, industrial's up 1.5%. Everything else is below that 1% overall market gain. Uh, utilities are down 2.46. Shauna, when I look at something like this, I can almost tell you what happened. Financials are up, utilities are down. This is an interest rate change, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, well, you're absolutely right. Well, and you right. look at it year to date, financials are up 4.8. So this whole week has been the growth of it, right? A uh, big chunk. Yeah. Financials have kind of lagged the overall market, 4.85% uh, year to date, with the overall market up 11.23%. And of course, consumer discretionary is led by anybody? Amazon, Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Two companies that we usually consider technology companies are actually in consumer discretionary just because of their business. Obviously, Amazon is a retailer. Well, yes, a retailer. And Netflix is a movie company, so it's kind of like a, a Walt Disney, only it's got a technological twist because you can go on the most televisions and hit a button and get right to Netflix, right? Um, 
So uh, discretionary is up 20.33%, almost doubling the overall S&P 500 gain year-to-date. Information technology is uh, not far behind, 20.15% increase on the year. Healthcare up 15.45% year-to-date. And we've got consumer staples still in the basement, down 1.72%. Wow. Pretty ugly numbers for some... Groceries, huh? Yeah, very. Yeah. All right, so um, we're barely into the earnings season. I know my guys provided me with some information. We only have seven companies that have reported okay. uh, third quarter earnings uh, for the S&P 500. Hardly worth mention at the moment, so I won't even get into it. But I will tell you that it's expected that we'll have another 25% year-on-year gain in earnings for the S&P 500 in the third quarter. So anticipating seeing some real good numbers, again, mostly driven by tax regulation, tax reform. Uh, We'll see that go away kind of in the fourth quarter where we had a lot of companies since the law was passed last year to make these changes. Uh, we saw a lot of companies go ahead and adjust, um, at the least numbers. if they had, yeah, if they had, uh, what is it, deferred taxes? Shawna, you're the CPA. Uh, so if they had deferred tax benefits, they, since uh, the rates declined overall down to 21% being right. the top, you saw a lot of losses in the fourth quarter uh, due to those uh, those tax changes. As soon as you see uh, a loss going forward, you know it's going to be realized. Uh, gap, U.S. Gap earnings tell you that you must report losses as they are known, right? Right. All right. So well, you're almost uh, a CPA as well, right? Well, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. In your spare time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> both of those minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> so I uh, did get some information this week that is uh, interesting. Now, I already mentioned that we had uh, some changes in the the uh, interest rates, shape of the yield curve. It steepened a little bit. Uh, Treasury, the 10-year, was up 11.5 basis points, or 0.115%, to 3.085%. The two-year, which is what I watched very closely, was up uh, as well, but only 5.5 basis points, uh, giving us a 2.812% on the two-year Treasury. If you do the math real quick, that leaves us with, um, what do we got, like 17 basis points, Uh Spread differential there? No, that's wrong. Uh, 27 basis points. Right. So it's been as low. And, and the reason that we watch this is I think most everybody's feeling euphoric. Uh, the economy's good. We see consumer sentiment uh, had good numbers out. We saw a bit of a rebound in consumer sentiment this week. But uh, one of the things that we watch very closely is that yield curve and seeing it's very flat right now. Uh, we're, we're watching closely to see if it actually does invert. usually an indication that we might see in the future uh, a downturn in the economy. Uh, economic growth, you know, for, for two consecutive quarters would give us a recession. We're nowhere close to that. I mean, we've had uh, our last measure for uh, GDP growth. Uh, was 4.2%, I believe. That's not even close, right? Yeah, so a lot of that's going to go away, though, when we see the the, uh, benefits of the tax uh, change in in tax regulation roll off. So um, still something we watch very closely. Like I say, we've seen it 0.20% is about as low as I've seen the spread between the 10-year and the 2-year. If the 2-year ever surpasses in yield, 
uh, on a market basis, the 10-year, then that's what we would call an inversion of the yield curve. Uh, this week, we saw yields on the 10-year, like I said, increase, and they increased by almost twice uh, the level of increase in the two-year. Uh, so, so it gives us a little more comfort. Usually that doesn't, that recession I'm talking about, doesn't happen overnight when you see that inversion. Um, when usually, is the next rate hike? Uh, 26th of this month, uh, we should see another rate hike. Uh, when I look at the options implied probabilities, we're over 97% that we're going to get another 25 basis point or 0.25% increase in, uh, in the overnight lending rate. So we won't feel that banks. for several months, though, right? Uh, well, the prime rate moves almost immediately. So it's right now at 5%. You'll probably see it go to 5 and a quarter. Uh, when we do see that, um, and and quite often we see market-related yields move ahead of uh, a uh, true change. Um, 26th is what next Wednesday. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're kind of on the cusp of seeing seeing yields increase. And by the way, 77% probability that we'll see another rate increase in December this year, which would give us four rate increases. Uh, total for 2018, and we truly expect um, that to happen. So, do we know where inflation is right now? I know last yeah. time it's 2.9. 2.9. Yeah, okay. we're still. Uh, well, no, I take that back. We took a, a bit of a step back. I think it's at 2.6 at the moment. Hmm. Uh, it was 2.9. We just got that number um, a week or so ago. 2.6 percent um, is our is our uh, inflation according to CPI. That's the headline number, which means it includes. Uh, food and energy, which generally get stripped out when you're talking about core inflation, the reason they get stripped out is because they're uh, they're a bit volatile. You see them move uh, a lot. Um, the magnitude is greater and the frequency is greater. Their move, so uh, I think it's around 2.3 on the core. But the numbers that we usually use are that are the headline numbers. Uh, now, as far as the Fed goes, they use what's called a PCE deflator. Um, and it's usually announced when we have GDP, uh, and it's been pretty close to the CPI number lately. So. They have acronyms for everything, don't they? Of course, and uh, half the time I can't remember them or my own name. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we did get some numbers on retail sales this week. Uh, growth remains healthy. Um, consumers benefit from strong job gains. I mean, anytime you have that, you're usually going to so have So is that all healthy... Amazon's growth? Is that what everything's shutting down? <laughs> well, so I don't Amazon can't grow. <laughs> Amazon can't grow without having somebody buy their stuff. So what we really look for is what the consumer thinks. We did get University of Michigan consumer sentiment this week, uh, and it gained 4.6 points uh, to 100.8. They look at the... Uh, Current situation as well as expectations, inflation expectations actually softened. So uh, um, the uh, improvement was in the current economic conditions. All right, guys, let's take a real quick break. Uh, When we come back, we'll give you a dog of the week. Stick around. This thing is gross. You're listening to Money Talks. We'll be right back. All material presented is compiled from sources believed to be reliable and current, but accuracy cannot be guaranteed. 
The contents are intended for general information purposes only. Information provided should not be the sole basis in making any decisions and is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified professional, such as a tax consultant, insurance advisor, or attorney. Although this material is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information with respect to the subject matter, it may not apply in all situations. This is not to be construed as an offer to buy or sell any financial instruments. It is not our intention to state, indicate, or imply in any manner that current or past results are indicative of future profitability or expectations. Portfolio holdings discussed are subject to change. There is no guarantee that in the future these securities will be held in Hensler accounts. As with all investments, there are associated inherent risks. Please obtain and review all financial material carefully before investing. Hensler is not licensed to offer or sell insurance products. This overview is not to be construed as an offer to purchase any insurance products.